Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today's Amr is Daf Chaf Hey Amud Beis, and we are actually two lines from the bottom on Chaf Hey Amud Aleph. We had begun in the previous Amud discussing the idea that although we know that one is permitted to violate every single Isser in the Torah in order to save one's life, however, there are certain cases, certain specific things, that even at the risk of one's life, one is mechuyiv to give up their life, not to violate that. And the first thing that we had discovered was something that would involve Avaidazara. If it involves having Hana from Avaidazara, then it would be Aser. Ki also, we're two lines from the bottom, Chafei Omer Aleph, Ki also Rovin Omar Rabbi Yochanan. When Rovin came, he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Rovin came from Eretz Yisrael, and he quoted Rabbi Yochanan, who we know lived in Eretz Yisrael. And he said as follows, Bakoil Misrapin. One can get a refuah from anything. If it's necessary, if it's a time of sakana, one can be nana from anything, even if it's isurehana. Chutz me'avoydezara v'giloyaroyoyz. And let's turn the amiru shvichaz damim. Besides for something that would involve avoydezara, something that would involve znus, or something that would involve murder. And those things, there is no even even at the risk of of um, of one's life, one is not allowed to violate those things. And the Gemara will go through each of them now. Zakti Gemara the fact that one cannot violate the Aveira of Avoidazor in order to save his life. Hode Amaran, that's what we mentioned in the previous Amud that we learned from the Nafshecha. That we're mechuyiv to show our allegiance and to maintain our allegiance to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to risk our nefesh and our and our possessions. What about giloyarayes and shvichas damim? Where do you see that they supersede the mitzvah of saving one's life, the Tanya, as we learned in a b'raisa, Rebbe Oimer Rebbe says, now this b'raisa is, this pasuk that Rebbe is bringing is about somebody who is me'anes, who rapes a woman who was not in an area where anyone would hear her calling out. So that's how we know, our assumption is that it was against her will. And the Pasuk parallels somebody attacking Loyoleinu, a woman, in this way, to somebody killing. And the Pasuk says, Ki yokum nefesh. Because it's as if a person had stood up against his friend to kill him. That's what this being ma'anes, attacking a woman, is like. So the Gemara notices, the Brisa notices, that the Torah doesn't just tell us what the halacha is, but the Torah compares it to a different halacha. The Torah doesn't just discuss the terrible Avera of being Mezana with this woman, but the Torah says that it's similar to Ritzicha, it's similar to murder. 
So the Brisa asks, What is the din of Ritzicha, of murder, doing by Nairahama Urasa? Says the Brisa, This is a beautiful phrase. It means that this idea of Ritzicha came to teach. In other words, the Pasuk is demonstrating something about the Znus by comparing it to Ritzicha. But in the process, we end up also, it reflects back and teaches us something about Ritzicha. So not only does the simil- the comparison to Ritzicha teach us something about Naira Amurasa, but which is the case of Znus over here, but the case of Naira Amurasa also reflects and teaches us something about Ritzicha. That's this Lushan. Hareze Bolilameh, this came to teach, to teach Venim Tzolameh, and it ends up learning. Makish Ritzayach Lenaira Urasa. It, we we compare a Ritzicha murder to the case of the Naira Hamoirasa. We, we keep calling it Naira Hamoirasa because it's about a young girl who was married. Ma Naira Hamoirasa, just like the case of Naira Hamoirasa, Nitin Lahatsila Benafshay. It is mutter if somebody would chance upon this attack and would see the Naira Hamoirasa being attacked. So it would be mutter to save her, even at the risk of the one who's doing the Avera's life. Even if you have to kill the Ma'anes to stop him, it's still mutter to save the Naira HaMa'irasa. And we learn that from the fact that the Torah ends off, the Pasuk that we just mentioned, the aim, the, the Pasuk says that Tzaka, that she, the, this Naira HaMa'irasa, since it happened in the field, we say that she screamed, she screamed for help, the Ein Mo'ishiyalo, and there was no one to save her. And the Rashi brings that we darshan on that, that that means that if someone was there to save her, so then they're absolutely mechuyiv to save her, even at the risk of the life of the mezane, of the ma'anes. So we learn out, makish roitzeach l'nairahamoyrosa, so we connect roitzeach, just like the case of this young girl that was attacked, the Torah gives us the Rishos to save her even at the risk of the life of the attacker. So too with a murderer, if you see one person about to kill, if you see Ruvain about to kill Shimon, of course you want to stand up and save Shimon. It is mutter to do that, even if the only way to do that is by killing Ruvain. Of course, it has to be that there was no other choice. If there's another way to do it, you have to find another way. But if the only way is through killing, then it's then you, you're you're allowed to kill. And okay, so that's learning from the case of Nairahama Eirasa to the case of Reitzeach. But it also goes the other way. We also learn a din from Reitzeach to Nairahama Eirasa. And this din is a little closer to home. This din is the din that we've been focusing on here in our Gemara. The Nairahama Eirasa mi Reitzeach. And we also learn Nairahama Eirasa from Reitzeach. Ma roitzeach yehoreg ve'al yavor. 
just like Roitzeach, one has to allow himself to be killed and not violate, meaning that if somebody were to tell someone, I will kill you if you don't kill someone else, one is mechuyiv to allow himself to be killed and not to kill the other person. So ma roitzeach, just like by roitzeach, the halacha is yehoreg, that a person should allow himself to be killed ve'al yavar, and he should not violate the iser of ritzicha. Af naira hamo'irasa, so too by the case of naira hamo'irasa, when it comes to gilo yaroyos, when it comes to inyanim of znos, this Isha should allow herself to be killed and should not violate the Isser of Znus. So we learn Naira Hama from Ritzicha, but how do we know it by Ritzicha? So you learn Naira Hama from Shvichas Domim, from Ritzicha, but how do you know it there? Zokti Gemara Svarahu. It's a svara. It's a logic. Um, very, very interesting. And the Gemara demonstrates this svara by telling over a Maisa. Ki hahuda osa de Like this Yid that came in front of Rava, and he said to Rava the following scenario. It doesn't say clear if this, if this was an actual real story or not, but it says this scenario. Omale. Mori Duroi Omarli, the master of my city, of my place of living, the, the guy that's in charge, said to me, Zil Katle Leplanya, go kill so and so, the Eloi, and if you don't, Katlino Lecha, I will kill you. Omarli, so Rava said to this person, the halacha is liktelucha. You must allow him to kill you. Veloi tiktoil, and you should not kill. Why? So Rava said, My chazis, what is the preference? Didoma didach sumaktfe, that your blood is redder. Dilma doma dehahu gavra sumaktfe, maybe the blood of that person is redder. In other words, the blood redder just means like more alive or more chashev or more valuable. But Rava was saying, how could you compare the life of one Yid compared to the life of another Yid? That's, there's just no such a thing. And this is a, this is a fascinating thing because Rava doesn't say, see how long his beard is or how many mitzvahs he does. Rava makes the assumption that we have no cheshben of the value of one yid compared to the value of another yid, and therefore a person is mechoyev to give up their life, because there's no one that could say that their life is more chashev than another yid's life. Okay, halfway vofela. My chazis de dama didach sumaktvei, dilma dama dehahu gavra sumaktvei. How do you know that your blood is redder? Maybe his blood is redder. Okay, zakti gemara, another case, benoigeya to this hatzolas nefashois, saving lives by using something that's aser behano. Zakti gemara, marba revashi ashkechel ravino. Marba revashi discovered ravino. 
the Shayef Leilev Brate, he was smearing, he was um, rubbing onto his daughter, Beguharki de Erla, with the oil from olives of Erla, but they weren't regular olives, they were oil from very, very unripe olives that he was crushing and extracting the oil to put onto his daughter because she was sick, she had a terrible fever or some kind of illness that this was supposed to help. Omar lay, so Marbaravashi said to Ravina, when did the Rabbanon say that you could use something that you're not allowed to have Hana from in order to save someone's life? When it's life-threatening. But if it's not life-threatening, did, did, did we say such a thing? And apparently he was saying, and your daughter is sick, it's true, she should have her for Shalema, but it's not life-threatening. And Ravino did not agree. Zokta Ravino Omar Lehi said to him, Hai Eshosa Tzmirta, this, um, this sickness called Eshosa Tzmirta, which is a fire, which is a, a, a fever. Nami Keshasa Sakona Damya, it's like a time of Sakona, it's very, very dangerous, and therefore we treat it. We treat it like a sakana. We have today, when you, if you speak to, to, to experts in Atsala and so on, we have today things that will say that that is an indication of something that's so close to sakana that we'll treat it like a sakana, like an infection, things like that, that are, that are, uh, can easily become life threatening to the point that we consider it a sakana. Iko da Amri, some say that Ravina's defense of his using these guharki on his daughter was not from the fact that he held that it was pikuach nefesh, but it was from a different reason. Ikod Amri, some say Omar lay that Ravina responded back to Marba Ravashi and he said, Midi derech hano Am I doing this in the way of hano? Meaning, meaning that, that he was saying, that the way that usually you squeeze olives to extract the oil is that you wait until the olives are ripe, and then you squeeze the olives to extract the oil. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm taking unripe olives and crushing them to get out the oil. That is not the normal way of having hano. And we learn that when it comes to most isure hano, if you're, if you're benefiting from it in a way that's not the regular, normal manner of having hano, that it's not usur. So that was the, the way that he was able to use these guharki da arla in order to heal his daughter. Okay, Zakti Gemara, an interesting case. Itmar, it was said in the base Medrash. Let's understand this case. Hanoa le'odam, a benefit that comes to a person from something that's usher, bal karchai, against his will. Now, this bal karchai is very important to understand that it does not mean that it's pekuach nefesh, and it does not mean that there was absolutely no way to avoid it. What it means is that this person was going about his life, and in order for him to do what he wants to do, he's forced to be nana from something usher. For example, somebody is walking somewhere, let's say walking to go to work, 
and he passes by a base of where they're cooking something, there's some kind of besamim or something that's very sweet smelling, and it's and it's there's no way for him to get to work without smelling it. So it's not a question of sakana, but it's a question of kind of being forced to be nene from something that's usher. So what is the halacha in such a case? Benefit from something usher that comes to a person against his will. The Gemara says it is a machloikis, abaya in rava. Abaya omar muteres. Abaya says that it's mutter. The rava omar asura. And rava says that it's usher. Now the Gemara qualifies exactly what the case of the Machloikis is. Because the Gemara says as follows, If there was another way, let's say you had another path that you could take to work. You can, you can, you know, all things being equal, you can go a different way. You don't have to go the way that you're forced to have Hano. And, and your, and your, and your, your intention is to benefit from it. You enjoy the smell of these besamim, and you pick this way because, because this way I get to enjoy it. Or even the Gemara says, or even if this is the only way I can get to work. There is no other possibility, but I am enjoying this Hano. I'm per, I'm focusing on it, like, wow, I, I really want to have this Hano. So it's Efsher. So it's loy efsher, so I have no choice. I have to pass by here, but I'm glad I have no choice because I'm enjoying this. Loy efsher v'kamechavin. In that case, kuleyal maloy pligi de aser. Everybody holds that that's aser. Everybody holds that if a person in, 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 intentionally is nana from something aser, then that it's aser. Now, loy efsher, if there's no choice, there is no other way for me to go. And I am not trying, my, my intention is not to have Hano. I, I do not want to have Hano. I'm having Hano, but I don't want it. I'm not Mechavin. I have no intention to have Hano. So I, I don't have a choice. I'm, I'm here without any prayer. I did not choose this. And, and I don't want to have Hano. So Everybody agrees that it's mutter. These areas are not the areas that there's a machloikas Abaya and Rava, that Abaya said it's mutter and Rava said it's asa. So where was the machloikas? Zakti Gemara ki pligi, where is the machloikas? De efsher That I had another path. I, the truth is I could avoid this hana. But I'm passing through this way and I'm not intending to have hana. That is not my intention. So, do we say that if I don't intend to have Hano, so that it's mutter, and I can walk by here? Or do we say that if there's another alternative, I have to take advantage of the other alternative? Now, Zokti Gemara, the Gemara tells us, the Gemara reminds us of a very uh, fundamental machlekes between the Tanoim, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Shimon. Okay, this is, came up in Mesech Shabbos several times, and this comes up in other areas of the Torah as well, that there's a concept called Dovar She'ein Miskaven, which means something that I am not intending. I'm not intending to do this. Like in Hilchas Shabbos, we talked about, I'm dragging a chair on the ground, so 
My intention is just to move the chair. I did not intend to make a furrow, to make a, to, 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 to be chayrish, to plow the ground. Uh, that just happened. That wasn't my intention. It was a davrashe enoi miskaven. Reb Shimon holds davrashe enoi miskaven is mutter. It's not called that you did the action um, intentionally to be chayiv. And Reb Yehuda holds that davrashe enoi miskaven is not mutter, is, is chayiv, because Reb Yehuda holds that that even though you don't you don't have an intention to do it, but it, it happens mamela, it's still considered part of your kavana. So the Gemara says like this. So now we're talking about a situation where I was able to avoid it. I technically could avoid it. I can go to work a different way, but I have no intention. I am not uh, intentionally having hanor. Let's say from the smell coming from this avodah house. So the Gemara says that Ba'aliba de Rabbi Yehuda, that according to Rabbi Yehuda de Omar, Dover She'ein Miskavein Oser, according to Rabbi Yehuda says, who says that even when you're not intending to experience the Iser, it's still Oser. So there, there can't possibly be a Machlekes. Of course, that's Oser. Kulei Alma Loi Pligi, the Oser. Everyone holds that it's Oser. Ki Pligi, you know where the Machlekes is. Aliba Dirab Shimon. Ipligi, where do they argue Aliba Dirab Shimon? They're arguing according to Rab Shimon, the Omar Dovershain Miskave Mutter. They're arguing according to Rab Shimon who says that if you're not intending to do the Aveiro, that it's Mutter. Okay, so now that would mean that this case we are yeah, it's true, I could have gone a different way to work. But I chose to go this way, and I'm not intending to do the Avera. So we could say, I'm not intending to, to, to have Ana. It's not my intention. It just happens to be here, so that it's Mutter. But, but that, that we're saying, there's a Machlegis Abaya and Rava. Abaya Kirab Shimon. Abaya says, like the Pashtus of Rab Shimon, in other words, that, uh, that it's Mutter. That's why Abaya said it was Mutter. However, Rava had an interesting perspective. The Rava Omar, Rava said, this that Rib Shimon said, that Dover She'ein Miskaven is mutter, that if you do not have an intention, it's mutter, that's only if you were in it, you did not have another choice. If you didn't have another choice, so that indicates to the highest level that, you know, that, that at least corroborates what you're saying, that you don't have, that you, that you, you have no intention. But if you were able to do it another way, and you just chose to do it this way, so then Reb Shimon did not say, that Reb Shimon did consider to be Kavana. Zakti Gemara, Omar, and Rava said, Adkan loiko Omar Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon only said it here. Reb Shimon only said the din of Dover Shein Miskaven is mutter. Elohecha de loy Efsher, when there was no other choice. Avol hecha de Efsher, but when there is a choice, loy, then Reb Shimon did not say his din. So this is one version of the Machlekes Abayan Rava of a, if a person has is in a situation where he's kind of forced to have Hana from something that's Usr, 
because of where he is, on his way to do something that's completely not connected to this, he doesn't want to do the Avera, and the Machloikis Abaye and Rava, this is one version of understanding the Machloikis Abaye and Rava. Now the Gemara moves on and gives us a different version. Ikoda Amri, some say a different version. They say as follows. They say, If it was possible to do it another way, and you did not have kavana, that is the machlaikas, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Fine. But loy, and, and in other words, that's not a machlaikas Abaye and Rav. Abaye and Rav would both agree that Rabbi Yehuda would say Aser and Rabbi Shimon would say Mutter. Now, loy efsher and if there was no other way and you did not intend on having, on, on having Hana, so, kule amalei pligi dishari. Everyone will agree that it's mutter. Ki pligi, you know where they argue? Deloi efsher v'kamechavin. That I had no choice. I have no other way to go to work. I have to walk this way. And, um, and, and so, I, so I, I'm, I'm forced to be here. But Lemaisa, I'm intentionally enjoying it. Now, Reb Shimon says Davar is mutter. So Reb Shimon holds that if you're not miskaven, it's mutter, and if you are miskaven, it's oser. So there, there's no machlekes abaye in Rabba. Va'aliba de Reb Shimon de ozal basar kavana. According to Reb Shimon, who goes after kavana, kuli amaloi pligi de oser. Everyone agrees that it's oser. You know where there's a machlekes abaye in Rava? Abaye and Rava argue. If this that Rabbi Yehuda said that davar she, that a davar is considered as if you were miskaven, does that mean that according to Rabbi Yehuda it goes both lechumra and lekula, or does it just go lechumra? In other words, perhaps we say that since according to Rabbi Yehuda there makes it makes no difference if you're having kavana or you're not having kavana. So Rabbi Yehuda would say, so then we don't look at his kavana at all. And the only criteria of whether or not he's considered that he's having hana from something aser is whether or not he has a choice. If he had another way to go, so then he should not go this way. If he did not have another way to go, so then he's kind of forced to have Hano, and that's not cool that you're, you're, you're willingly going and having Hano from something that's aser. So that, there's a makayim to say, that's the unbelievable chiddush of this Gemara, that there's a makayim to say that according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that if you do not have intention, if it's a davrasha ein miskaveh, that it's still usr, that that means that Rabbi Yehuda says that the criteria of defining what's called having hana has nothing to do with your kavana, and you look 100% at efsher or e-efsher. So if it's efsher, it will be aser, and if it's loy efsher, it will be mutter. And that's what the Gemara says, that's pshad in Abaya. The Gemara says, Kipligi, where do they argue? I'm three lines from the bottom of the Amr. Ali Bodur Rabbi Yehuda. They argue according to Rabbi Yehuda. The Omar who says, look at this Nusuch. Loishna miskaven, veloishna she'en miskaven. It doesn't make a difference if you're having kavana, or if you're not having kavana. Efsher, if there's another way, if there's another possibility, Aser. Then it's going to be Aser. And if there is 
if there is no other possibility, so then Abaya Kareb Yehuda. Abaya will say, like Rabbi Yehuda, that if there is no other possibility, then it will be mutter. V'rova omar lecha. And Rava will tell you, no, it's not true. Rabbi Yehuda didn't say that Kavana doesn't make a difference just, you know, to both Lakula and Lechumra. Rabbi Yehuda meant it Lechumra. That if you have Kavana, that's a problem. And if you don't have Kavana, that's also a problem. That's also called having Kavana. But... But not that you could ever say that we don't care about his kavana. You know where Rabbi Yehuda said that if you don't have kavana, it's like kavana. That's to be machmer. That's to give a din of kavana even to an ein miskavin, even if you didn't were not intentional. But to say that if you are intentional about what you're doing, that it's as if you were not intentional, if it was, if it was, if there was no other way, that, that Rabbi Yehuda did not say. And with that, we'll stop our shir on Chafeyo Midbeis and be Mamshech next time, Emir Tzashem. You have been listening to a shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shirim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shir on any daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shir, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.